I don't I don't think this lecture hall doors are opening. We're going to have to break in. Oh my god. We have to break a window cuz we're such good students that we just can't not go to class today. Yeah, I I yeah. I mean, I spent all this time on a paper. I expect to be able to turn it in. I know because What's this going is on? we can't just email it here at Salem University. This has to be hand delivered and turned in to Professor Angela, but she's nowhere to be found. I know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna insist on a better grade from this woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wrap my elbow with with uh, with my with my letterman's jacket that I that I earned in high school that I brought to college because I just can't let it go. And I'm gonna break the window and we're gonna climb on into the lecture hall for this week's Days for Dummies class. Days for Dummies? Days for Dummies. Because, you know, I mean, it's a little bit... You know, we're just waiting on Angela, folks. We're just waiting on her to show up. We don't know where she... We, we, she's fine. We've heard she's from her. Yes, we've she heard. She was restarting her computer. We haven't seen her since. <laughs> That's so what we... I assume she turned it off and couldn't turn it back on again. Oh, well, I'm, I imagine that right now, Professor Angela might be using some very colorful language. She, might, she probably is. She, she definitely is. <laughs> She's saying, um, this is just such a, a, a blue computer. Gosh, pink this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very colorfully. Where, where is that? And, and maybe, you know, if she had, since he's so busy on his laptop all the time, he must know a secret or two. That, that Everett, that boring oh, ass Everett. That's what it is. Ever, Everett, uh, you know, evil side of Everett has, <laughs> has blocked Angela's access to this week's <laughs> podcast. He's like, he's she out. is too he's informative. <laughs> She's too in the know of what's going on in here in Salem. And so I've got to limit her reach. <laughs> There's a lot of people in Salem. Though. Yeah, it's a bummer because we, we some, some real, real big sad news happened um, yesterday. Oh. And I was hoping to be able to get Angela's take on it because, of course, she knows the character and the actor's legacy far better than we do. Oh, far better. And that's, uh, that's, that's Bill Hayes, right? That's the name, right? Bill Hayes. Yes. Bill Hayes, who plays uh, Hayes Doug. Played Doug Williams. Doug Williams passed away a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And I knew 98 this. 98 years old. Oh, wow. Oh, what, a, what a run. What a run. It's so, it's so run. fun. It's not fun, but it's kind, of, it's kind of, it's it's one of those funny things that you don't laugh at, but you just, you don't have a better word to attach to it than funny. Hey, Bozzolini. Um, <clears throat> where, you know, like the decade that you pass away has a very different reaction from those who know you when mm-hmm. you're 50 it's like oh man what a bummer they still had so much to go 60 oh man that's just that's still a little too young 70 well you know i mean you just you know i mean gosh i wish they had a couple of more you know another decade in there 80 or 90 you're like what a run what a yes, well-earned life part. and legacy it's like so. it's like the older you are the more okay everything is i suppose because once you get to like 100 120 you're like celebrating you know and that's when parties are thrown and people pop off streamers well yeah that's when they're like you live to be that old you get beyond you get beyond 100 years old i think the government automatically sends you a birthday card (laughs) they should automatically send you a check too <laughs> but I think like a presidential birthday card comes to you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. You reach a hundred. That's neat. I believe that happens. Well, that's neat. Signed by the president. Well, it's at least stamped with the same name. <laughs> I hate to have turned uh, turned a hundred you know years what? old a few years I ago. 
I wouldn't be surprised though, because, you know, it's not like, I mean, plenty of people uh, reach a hundred years old, but it's not millions. Right. You know, yeah. so I think it would be, it would be conceivable that the president would actually at least initial them or do a real scribble. I don't know. Do a little something. You think so? Let everybody know that, you but know. Yeah, I, I heard that news yesterday too, that Bill Hayes passed away. Yes, yes, yes. But 98 yes. years old though. I mean, what a, what a long life career. What a legacy that he's left behind. I saw somewhere that he was like television's longest running actor of all time. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised because I know that, you know, like first, for instance, Suzanne Rogers has been on there 50 years. Yeah. So I imagine, um, and you know, maybe he has too. I don't really know how long he's been on, but I imagine well, at least out. I wouldn't be surprised. And you know, what's unique about their situation too is, um, uh, his wife is his wife is his wife is Julie. Yeah. Is in real Julie. life and on the show. Yes. Um, so, you know, and I, it, I don't remember her first name. Of course it's Hayes. Um, but I don't remember her first name anyway. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's unique. So it, wouldn't it be really hard for them to have some kind of episode where it's all about Doug and Julie has to be there. It's almost like, I, I don't know. I would think as an actress, as a person, wouldn't that be hard to do? It would be. It would absolutely and be. so unique. But, but luckily enough, because Days of Our Lives is filmed so far ahead mm -hmm. that if they were to start production tomorrow, mm -hmm. it would still take six months for it to be on the air. And I don't it think they're going to be starting on it tomorrow. Well, no, because they do that, have that breath to go through, you know, like they, they can keep that in mind that they don't have to immediately start working on this right now because there's going to be a delay anyway, which could give yes. everybody involved, everybody who knew him best and loved him most enough time to process their personal life feelings so they can perform a professional farewell. But even if they did it right now, it'd be on so far away from now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I did, but I did see that um, he has a couple of air dates left. Yes. Yes, he's gonna. Uh, they say that he, um, the last time he was on set was in November. So that means you know, late spring, he's gonna be yeah. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see, uh, Bill Hayes, uh, Sandra. Hey, Sandra. Sandra con contributes. Uh, they gave Bill Hayes a great line in the Christmas episode. He looked at Everett and said, "I don't trust him." Uh, Doug was the quintessential con man when he came on screen. And, and when was that? And when was oh, that? Oh, I looked it up. It was 1970. So he, he's been on for three years longer than Suzanne Rogers. He's been on for 53 years. Wow. Yeah. And that wasn't it's his still... first job. You know, he had been doing television appearances yeah. and singing Davy Crockett and being a part of entertainment um, since the 40s, I think it was. Yeah. Well, he is 98. Yeah. So, so he had like a 30 year <laughs> career before even coming on to Days of Our Lives. Sandra says that she doesn't expect a tribute show until fall. And yeah, for sure. For sure. At bare minimum, it's going to be six months from this date. At bare yeah, minimum. I don't, I don't think that anybody there on set would be, uh, would think it would be beneficial to them to do it right now. I mean, it would just be too. It would no, just be no. Plus, you gotta write it. You gotta yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, 
Sandra said that she was in school, but she remembers that. She mm. remembers that, I guess, in being the quintessential con man. Uh, so yeah, 1970 to 1984, 86 to 87, 93, 94, 96, 99 to 2023. So pretty much forever. Yeah. And I saw pictures of um, he and his wife from decades ago too. So, you know, I'm sure they bl split up and got back together when they were younger characters on days. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Especially if he was a con man, right? Yeah. You know, but, but I saw, you know, I saw photos of them together in character where they're very <laughs> It's, um, yeah, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. Definitely a thing. And I saw um, a headshot of him um, where, I mean, he, it looks like it might be like the 1940s. <laughs> this headshot. I mean, you know, by the styling of it and how he looked. That parted hair. I mean, he had a Clark Gable kind of look to him, you know what yeah, I mean? The yeah, styling, yeah. Uh -huh. what he was wearing and stuff. Born Brent Douglas, the character of Doug Williams was. He later changed his name to Doug Williams. He's the half-brother of Byron Carmichael. Oh, Apparently, okay. according sure to Sandra... The viewers, that will make sense. He's something. <laughs> right. Right. According but to Sandra... For the days of, uh, day of dummies? Oh, I don't need nothing. <laughs> Doug and Julie, apparently, were the uh, were, were a first super couple in daytime. Oh, okay. Doug, Doug and Julie. Julie. I know and that they were, they were together in the 90s. Are who? who are Doug and Julie's children? Um, Doug and Julie's children are... Hope and Douglas. Okay, so the Hope, Hope, the Bow and Hope. Yes, Bow and Hope's their Hope. Hope yes. is their daughter, who is yeah. currently not on the show. No, no, Bow is not and on Bo the show. Bow is either. somewhere. He's in Europe in a coma. Treated, right? He's in a coma somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hope, Hope, Hope and Douglas. I don't, I don't know. Douglas doesn't have a link. Hope does. So I imagine Douglas LeClaire is not an important character. <laughs> or yeah, maybe they maybe they killed off the character decades ago and never brought him back. I don't know. No children together, says Sandra. So these just must be Doug's kids alone. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Let's see here. Um. He liked he liked himself some Susan for a while. Mmm. Douglas. Come on. He liked <laughs> Susan for a while. Now this just says Susan, so I don't know if it's a, some other Susan, but the only Susan I know is Susan, and that's that's that makes me happy. <laughs> it does. I'm able to think about Susan. <laughs> oh, yeah, goodness. there is oh, alluring no. things about Susan that I've not been able to uh, to identify, but there are some <laughs> alluring things about Susan. <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Uh, let's see, Bill Bill Horton met a curious character while in prison. Bill Horton? Why are they talking about Bill Horton in this uh, in this article? <laughs> oh, because he was he was uh, it was the Brent Douglas. I don't know what it. Oh, but there's such a long history. Like you can't see the letters here, but this is paragraph after paragraph after paragraph after paragraph of decades of story. Where well, he comes well, in and he's in jail and he likes himself some Susan and ultimately he winds up with a Julie. Mm-hmm. Ah. What a well, career. I like the character of Julie. I mean, she's wholesome as can be, but they're I like both the super wholesome now. Yes, they are. Like what like they're they're great grandparent age. You know how we talk on the podcasts before about once you have grandkids, it puts you in a new category of soap character where you're wiser and you're less violent and less prone to divorce and cheating and making terrible choices. 
Yeah. Less prone, not guaranteed. Less not. prone, not that you won't. Not that you won't, but gar- but but less, less prone, prone. You know, you know, you 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 don't you don't expect Doug and Julie to betray somebody. Julie was just there oh. being like, "I will drive these kids to school, Chad." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, me, me, eighty-seven-year-old Julie, will yeah. be happy to climb into my car. Uh huh. With the children. Yes. And drive them to school. And everything will be fine. You got it. And, and we saw we saw the little man that we got to interview on Friday on the episode. And I thought it was cute. Throwing the football with his yes, dad. Yes, yes. And Carrie Christopher was bad. With Alex. Yes. Right? Alex and Chad, now best friends. Yeah, now best friends. Former <laughs> enemies. But neither, neither one of them are with Stephanie anymore. So we've got no other choice but to just... Be friends, yep. be bros, be chums. We're gonna start like doing that that bash brother thing where they just start <laughs> hitting each other's forearms bah, when they see. Each well, other. they spent a little time. They spent a little time. You know, actually, there was a couple of scenes where it was Chad and Alex yeah. having a good time, having mm-hmm. a daddy kind of uncle moment with little Christopher. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. It was fun <laughs> to see. And little, little little squeaky voice, Carrie Christopher, just itty bitty tiny. What a little child. Yes, that kid's yeah. probably what five. He's a lot older than that. What is he like eight? But he's just microscopic. Yes, it's just tiny. He's just itty bitty. Yeah. Uh, I know itty bitty kids. <laughs> just little ones. Just, just, that, just yeah. that big for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Jeannie's here. Jeannie, have you seen? Uh, did you did you see Angela in the hallways? Because we had to break in today. Yeah. But we're yeah. glad you're here because we we were talking about Doug and we had no frame of references, and we just need you to speak, you know, wonderful things about Bill Bill Hayes. Into the chat box. Uh, Sandra contributes that little Dougie, who is one of the kids that I had had listed, uh, mm-hmm. was a part of a storyline where Robert LeClaire, who was played by Robert Clary, is that a name you know, Robert Clary? No, no. I don't know either. <laughs> in the uh, era of Doug's Place, oh yeah, Doug's Place is still around, right? Isn't that one of the restaurants in in Portland Town Square? I don't think so. No? All right. Well, when was it just an old picture? Ever seen I've place? seen so many pictures. I have no idea from when they were or anything. Yeah, so. they could be like old photos, right? Yeah. I'm sure the town square has been part of Salem for a little bit. Definitely. It had to have been. It think. seems like such a classic location for them. Yeah. I like the town square, though. I like the idea of a town square. I like the town square, too. I do. I, I want to see the other side of Town Square, though, because we only see, you know, just that corner. <laughs> I want to see the other corner. You only see the corner. You're right. And you, know? you only see, like, uh, sweet bits behind them. And, and w- once in a while, you see that, that signage that says brasserie. <laughs> yeah, the brasserie. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they got, they got, they, they, we, we talked about it before. They've got cafes. <clears throat> they've got brasseries. They've got bakeries. They've got bistros. They've got yes. uh, taverns. They show us not really the front of the bistro very much. They show us the dining room and, of course, the dock. And the dock, They're yes. Teenagers. The dock. You know, now, is this a truck dock? I guess it's a truck dock. It's a, yes, it's a, it's like a loading dock. Yeah, a loading dock. Mm-hmm. It's a loading dock. Yeah. <laughs> Just you know, where the... Bobtail can, like, back into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar. Yeah. Very, yes. very familiar with a setup like that. For <laughs> sure. Uh, Jeannie says that she met Bill and Susan a few times at events, and they absolutely love their fans. Aww. They seemed like those kinds of people, though, to me. They did. They did. Well, I, I, I wish that they were at Day of Days or they were at the Emmys or something. So we would have at least had a chance to see them both with our eyeballs. I know. 
I know. Well, we and yeah, we'll never have that chance to possibly. Maybe we'll see um, Mrs. Hayes. Still don't remember her first name. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know what it is either, honestly. But um, oh, Susan, Susan Seaforth Hayes. That's right, Susan Seaforth Hayes. Yes. Susan Seaforth. I always like the way they style her. She's got such such a classy old lady. Yeah, she she is. She is. I like the way they style her. I, I like her. I like her jewelry. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm one of those. I like that glittery costume crap. <laughs> you know, I like that sparkly, cheap stuff that's not really cheap. But you, you know, do. it's not diamonds and gold either. You do. <laughs> but you I do. like it. You love it. Do, you dress like that. You know, when you when you when you finally let the hair go white, and you get the little pixie cut. I don't think you're ever going to see your mom with a pixie cut. little white pixie cut. He's shorter, but I don't think I'm going to pixie it up very Just much. a little tiny white pixie cut. That gives me PTSD from my mom freaking shaving my head almost for that other Did you shave okay. it? You're so, so old and weak now that you can just barely hold yourself up. It's going to be adorable because you're still going hey. to have a feisty spirit. If I ever get like that, Matthew, you're going to have to come home and live with me again. So best stop it. Do you think that your daughter's not going to be all over taking care of you? Please. That's already taken care. That's already handled. <laughs> handled. <laughs> uh, Robert Clary was on Hogan's Heroes. Hmm. Who do you play on Hogan's Heroes, Sandra? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Let me... You know, some other stuff happened in Salem this week as well. There was other stuff. You know, um, there was, there was, you know, you know, our, our favorite duo. <laughs> yes. Or, uh, you know, I'm going to make sure you're dead. <laughs> I mean, I think that just might be the, the, uh, might just be the impression is speaking plainly into the microphone. Yep. There you go. <laughs> because there's no, there's no two ways to cut. Uh, so Steve. anybody that's just listening, okay, anytime Matthew talks about Patchy, they'll put one hand over your eye, okay? <laughs> uh, Stephen Johnson, Steve Johnson. There's no, yes. there's no multiple ways to cut him. You know, mm -hmm. you know what you get. I feel like he speaks fairly plainly. Maybe he plain. does. Hmm, he does. He does yeah. speak fairly plain. Yeah, you know, like there's there's no there's no guessing what he means. No. There's no second speech underneath what the words he has. Oh, he gets I'm going to make sure bit. he leaves Salem, even if I have to kill him. He gets a little, little bit menacing, a little bit, but not so much. You know, it's not that big. A, but, oh, John Black is an impersonator's oh. dream. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I mean, beyond that, it's easy. they're just so fun together. I just, I, they, they, unmatched, unmatched duo in daytime. I can't think of anybody I, I, I love it. that is yeah, like I John and it. Steve. It would be, to me, it, I mean, I'm, this is not possible. This will never happen. But it, it would be like, it would be like uh, going, having Luke and Scorpio going on another caper. That's what they remind me. Mm, see, I never really saw any of them together. So I don't really have that frame of reference for myself. Yeah. You know, for them to be back together as old dudes and go on a caper, that's Steve. Well, that, yeah. Luke I guess they would have to resurrect one of them. It's kind of the same as, you know, John Black. And, oh. and I love their little, and their pat, black patch name. Oh, man, I love it. It's perfect. It's perfect is it's what perfect. it is. It's super <laughs> perfect and it's super fun and we absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. I can't get enough and I want more. 
I want it every week. I want it every day. I want this to be the John Black and Steve uh, Steve Patchy Johnson show. And I guess we're going to have to keep on. Yes. I, oh, I, do Salem free baloney and have them go on some kind of dumb caper. I would love it. <laughs> just uh, the Days of Our Lives movie. You know, you just do a one and a half hour special. But you, but you, you know, you you put some budget into it. You get some nice cameras. You go on location. You round out the cast. Maybe have a celebrity or two come through for a cameo. Dwayne Johnson is the the Jungle Cruise ride boat operator. You know something. You know something. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson would do it. Come on, come on. <clears throat> we want you on Days of Our Lives, Dwayne. We're gonna have you a cameo in our movie. It takes you five minutes. He'd be there. Sure, he would. <laughs> He'd be there. They should do it. They should do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch. Well, since um, since ABC seems to be reinvesting some money towards General Hospital, maybe I can convince Peacock to spend mm. a little money on Days of Our Lives, huh? Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice. I would love to see a, just a movie, the Days of Our Lives movie. Wouldn't that yeah. be fun? That would be fun. Would, I want that to happen. Jeannie, you want that too, right? Jeannie, Jeannie, are you listening? Tell me you want that. <laughs> It would be fun. It would have to be. Campies all get out. You know. You know. I mean, that's that's kind of what they. That's that's what some fans seem to want from these these event episodes that we have on daytime. You know, like like you know, on GH they just had the Bobby funeral, which we'll talk about at eleven o'clock. Yes. On the on the tenth floor, uh, yes. but there were you know there was a lot of people who were very satisfied and a lot of people who were very unsatisfied with it, and I think that the answer is a movie. Is a movie. <laughs> just make it a movie. Make it a movie. Make it a movie. Why not? Make it a movie. Make it a movie. And make it a movie. They should do that. Mm -hmm. They should start doing that. Just just the annual soap movie events. If Lifetime can spend a couple of dollars on a movie, I think that uh, Peacock can. Do you know what Day showed me this week? What did they do? Day showed me that Kristen may have a soul. So <laughs> there has to be something about Kristen that's redeemable. Otherwise, nobody would ever want to have their baby. Because... Me, she was nailing Brady. She was in a good old form with giving Brady the business, right? Mm -hmm. But when he confided in her and told her all about Tate and what was happening, oh, she changed it a little bit. She saw the reason up. why Briston was a thing came out the love, the sympathy, the encouragement, the believing in the other person. It's all there. Yeah. That leads me to uh, actually my poll question that I put up while you were killing time waiting for Angela. Mm -hmm. uh, who's better? Who's better for Brady, Teresa or Kristen? What do you think, Mom? Well, I know I've heard the professor say her opinion. She would like to see Brady back with Kristen. Yes, she would. Yes, she would. I've heard her say it. I'm not. I'm not against that. I'm not against that. But it was kind of nice to see because I haven't seen Kristen be anything but awful. Right. And she wasn't awful. She wasn't awful. It was the first she scene. It was the first scene where she wasn't just dripping with villainy. Like even exactly. when she talks, when, even when she talks to Rachel, she, it still drips with villainy. Yeah, it drips with what kind of sinister crap can we do, daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it drips with that. I even though she's there this die. time, it was just <laughs> true and pure sympathy. Oh, I'm so sorry this is happening to your child, and I'm so sorry this is happening to you. But it doesn't make you a bad father. Your best quality is the fact that you love your children. Maybe Kristen can get through to her brother EJ, because he's cracking a little bit too. EJ's kept cracking a little bit too. He's not so much on the let's hang Tate 
trained as he was. Well, he, yeah, I mean, he had that he had that moment after Eric, or no, after Brady came to to you know throw his throw his soul upon Nicole yes. and beg for her help, essentially. Um, yes. And the and the subsequent conversation EJ had with Nicole after that, he's like, oh God, <laughs> oh God, no, oh God, did he not do it? Like, and you could see, and you could see, like you can see, like the 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 workings in his brain. Where yes, uh, for the last couple of days, we've seen him hell bent on getting revenge because he yes. genuinely thought that Tate did this. Yes, he he gen. He, it's not I have picked this person who is uh, in trouble right now to to punish this family. I genuinely believe that Tate put Rachel's life in danger. Yep. And when presented with real evidence that maybe he didn't, he goes. I can see it without him saying it. I can see him go, what am I doing to this child? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I don't think job, necessarily, Dan. I don't think necessarily he's going to like run down to the, to the station now and say, Oh, I've changed my mind. Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, no, Cause I don't think he has. He's just, oh. he's just now has the question of maybe, maybe. Yes. He's maybe. second guessing. He's second yes. guessing the innocence of Holly. And so is Nicole very much so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basilini says that Kristen was a good character in the 90s, but when John left her, she became evil. John is in John Black. Listen, you can't get evil because John Black left you for Marlena, okay? Because that's just, that's just fate. Mm. You know? It is. That's what I feel, at least, because, you know, John it, and Marlena, it, they're like the same person at this point. Well, what we've seen as viewers, yes. I mean, of course, they're not the same people. Of course, they have their yeah, own but, individual but as, lives and as stories. Viewers, though, as viewers, you and I have only seen John and Marlena John in and absolute Marlena. strawberry bliss. Yeah, absolute That's all stra- we've seen. Yes. <laughs> strawberry bliss. That's all we've seen as viewers. We have, yes, we have not seen an argument, a disagreement. We haven't seen them look at each other cross or side eyed. We haven't even heard the other person say, "I'm gonna wait to tell Marlena that." Nothing. No. Nothing. No. Nothing. <laughs> yep. Uh Maureen. Hey Maureen. Maureen thinks that Brady and Kristen have the better chemistry. Well, I I I'm think even though I've seen very little other than the two of them just sparring, um, I I I saw that too. I saw that too as well. You know, I saw why. You know, remember so when we first started, when we first pulled up Days of Our Lives, one of the first things that I saw was Brady pull a gun on Kristen. Be like, give me my daughter. You're hiding my daughter, right? And then yep. Rachel sees it, and it's a whole thing. And Rachel tells the police. Yep. And yada yada. And there's a whole blah blah blah. There's a whole thing. There's a whole thing that happens with whole it. Whole thing. A whole thing. All right. And then uh, Angela was on here going, "I wanted him to put down that gun so they would just do it on the table." And I'm like, "You're crazy. You're a crazy <laughs> person to want that." And then I see the scene, and I go, "I understand." Uh, yes, why yes. Why they could they, put that gun we, down? We saw their fiery chemistry at, in fighting, and now, even though it was not that, I mean, it's only one scene, but we saw that too. Big chemistry. Yes. Big chemistry between the two of them. Okay, all right, I'm with it. You no, know, I think maybe they're one of those couples that just fight with passion, and they love on each other with passion too. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Fighting you gotta fussing. love it. Fighting or fussing. You gotta love it on your love and squeeze. Television. They have passion. <laughs> so I know that Maureen, uh, Maureen uh, contributes to the chat, chat saying that Brady and Kristen have better chemistry. Uh, I, I know that she says that because she doesn't want Brady and and Teresa 
to run off together because she likes Teresa and Alex together so much? I personally don't think that's going to happen. I have no uh, no reason to believe that, but I just don't think it's going to happen. However, I do think they are going to uh, maybe uh, fall into each other's arms for a night. Maybe one time, just over the stress, with the stress of what's happened to Tate. Yeah, and they won't get back together, but it's going to crack Alex and Teresa. You know, we, people were saying that little Jamie Martin man who plays Tate moved to Minnesota to go to college, and they might be recasting him soon. Oh. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be kind of surprised to see that, but also not at the same time, because one, is television makes things happen. You turn well, eighteen, you get accepted at the University of Minnesota. This has been your plan for three years. Well, six months from now. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Now, uh, six months from, well, like, so he's, so they film, there's six months, and then a character comes in. But the mm -hmm. news cycle really doesn't know what's going on, or at least they don't feel like they need to report it until it's actually happening on TV. So right. even if they know that Jamie Martin Mann has been on set, you know, or had been on set for four or five months before the first episodes aired. They didn't mention it because what's the point? It's happening in four months. People are going to forget. So, yeah. so, so somebody shows up and then, and then the headline, so-and-so has been cast, so-and-so on Days of Our Lives. Or in the case of uh, Steve Burton, you know, he's been gone for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. But now that there's a reason to say that he's not on the show anymore, they said that he's not on the show anymore. Mm -hmm. So this kid could have been, could have a full year, a full 12 months of being on Days of Our Lives before he potentially moves on to something else which is a significant amount of time it is it is <laughs> and uh, plenty of time for 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 somebody to move on and also not so weird for like the question of well, why did they cast him in the first place like a year's a year is 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 a contract honor it is so i'm, I'm fine it's with it potentially <laughs> certainly not you know a guarantee of five days that's for sure <laughs> You know, you, you've lasted the, 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 the original always hired for six days or whatever it was, two weeks. I thought, I, I think he's done a good job. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I had a lot of sympathy for, for Teresa and Brady, especially when he walked in with a black eye. I would imagine as a, as a parent of somebody that's just not ready for anything like that yes. or any environment like that. I would be just be fit to die. Just, it just makes me laugh though because um uh, you know he, he gets he gets roughed up right. Apparently mm -hmm. this is the most dangerous prison that has ever been built. Right between between just... uh, Tate getting beat up in twenty four hours to Lucas being like I can't they're gonna murder he me I just saw somebody get eye. taken out of they... body bag last week. They punched him in the eye to steal a sandwich. To steal a sandwich, you know, like, like, yeah. da -da 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 -da. Uh, and then Lucas was, you know, wor worried about dying because of, you know, being a snitch. Uh, losers. Uh, <laughs> and we saw that scene this week. You, yes, we the scene, scene you've been waiting on. Yeah, the scene I've been waiting for with uh, Mr. Harris over at the jail talking to yes, Lucas. Yes, yes. Um, most dangerous prison of all time. Uh, this kid gets beat up in 24 hours, and then you have Brady running off and asking for help because he was beaten by a grown man. Beaten mm -hmm. by a grown man. And it just, I just, I don't know, I found the whole thing kind of just, <laughs> just goofy. I found it to be goofy. 
It is goofy. But Days of Our Lives is goofy. It is goofy. Um, yes, period. I, I don't think that there's much of a pull for the creators who are writing the show, directing the show, making props for the show, set designing for the show, whatever it is. I don't think that there's a big pull for them to take it too seriously. Do they take their jobs seriously? Of course they do. Of course they do. They're going to put in maximum effort with the budget that they're allowed. Does the idea have to be based in reality? Does it have to make sense? Do the colors have to match all of it? No. No. If you look at at uh, Horton Town Square, I think that's mm-hmm. what it is. I think it's Horton Town Square is what they call mm-hmm. it. I think it is. I think there's a plaque there that says that. Yeah. Uh, if you take a look at that place, it is fantasy land. It is the fantasy la-la land. <laughs> okay. Salem is not in the real world. I don't care if it's Illinois. It's Salem, <laughs> Illinois, Mars. <laughs> somebody said on the show on friday i don't remember what character it was but it made me think of you because you said how much you liked town square all made up for christmas yeah. and they said that they missed the decorations oh, well i miss the decorations too i wish they can leave them up all year long <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and um pauline is not looking good she oh no! Can't no. Get yeah. Through a sentence without coughing now. Yeah, her her thyroid seems to be uh very very bothersome. Very bothersome. Very bothersome. Yes. And so now you know she's trying to make a statement for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I'm happy Martin Luther King Jr. Weekend, everybody. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and and she couldn't get it out. And Chad and Everett very very concerned. Working in unison, best good friends now is what they are. They're like, they're like Forrest and Bubba. Is you know, just inseparable. You know. Oh, I can't wait. I think you're so right about Everett. He's gonna be turn out to be a dirty dog. He's up to something. And we, we had uh we had <laughs> Stephanie and Jada having a conversation and they sort of danced around talking about him. Yeah, and he was he walked out of the pub as Jada came down the stairs. Mm-hmm. 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 Just like that. So that chance encounter is going to happen soon. And he's gonna be like, "Who are you?" And she's like, "What do you mean? Who are you? You're you you're you're my ex husband. I don't remember. How many times you have you have you had amnesia, man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't ah. remember on top of not remembering. Oh goodness, ridiculous. Uh, having Lucas spy for the third time. Apparently, this is third time we've had Lucas give us some dirt on people in prison. And uh, my question is, how come Lucas can't stay out of jail, huh? Oh. How come he keeps on going back to jail? Yeah, what's it, what's it, Is he doing like a heroic criminal work, you know, like I'm doing this for the right thing, ma. And then he gets, and then he, and then he has to, you know, like sacrifice himself by turning him in or taking the blame for something that he didn't Are... really do. Okay, you guys, I don't know. No. Hey, they look on screen together, Matt. Is a little... With Kate and Lucas. Uh-huh. A little odd to me. You don't think they look now, like mother I... and son? No. Now, the well, reason why I, I feel the case. same way about I feel the same way about Olivia and Dante on the other show. Mm-hmm. However, on the other show, it's been explained, and maybe it has on days two. It has been explained that Olivia had Dante at 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did Kate have him at 15 or 16 years old? Or just the character of Lucas looks are we older now? Or Kate is holding it together like crazy. Or or Kate has had a very, very wonderful plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, let, let, let's let's do some let's do some research here, Ma. Let me put Kate Howard into the old Google machine. Okay. Kate Howard's on the other show, baby. Oh, I'm sorry, Kate. Kate, uh, what's her last name on this show? Uh, Kate Roman. Kate. Kate Days. Excuse me. Kate Howard know. is on the other show, huh? Kate yes, Roberts. Kate. Kate Roberts. Okay. Kate Roberts is a fictional character from the American soap opera NBC's Days of Our Lives. <laughs> Uh, she's played by Lauren Coslow and has been since 1996. But she's not the original actor to play Kate. The original actor's name is Deborah Adair, who was on for two years, 93 to 95. Not, that's not very long. No, not long at all. But then she left for a year and came back with a new face and has been this person ever since. And apparently had been on contract the entire time. It's oh, wow. 1996 to present. Wow. No breaks. Which is why when they let her off contract and now she's recurring... People are like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, sons, Austin, Lucas, Rex, Philip. I think we've heard of three of them. I've never heard of Austin. Either. But I have heard of Lucas, Rex, and Philip. Yes. And we've met all three of them on yes. the show. Yes. yes. She has two daughters, Billy and Cassie. Hmm. <laughs> you got five kids. Yep. That's lots and of in, and in tr and and if, if if in true form of soap opera she got five baby daddies. <laughs> I bet, <laughs> I bet. Uh, Brian is in his mid fifties. Kate Kate is in her seventies. So you know. Well, man, I hope I look like that when I'm in my seventies. Holy yeah. crap, I look like that now. That's the main thing that oh. I wanted to see was uh, Lauren Coslow. She is seventy <laughs> years old exactly. Yeah, so you know, just just there, she had she had Lucas at nineteen, twenty years old, twenty one years old, you know, which would have been the time for somebody to have a baby back in the late seventies and eighties, right? Well, I had one at twenty one years old in nineteen eighty two. Was that considered late? <laughs> no, it was considered. It was yes, it was considered early to have a baby. Oh, okay. It wasn't I like I have no idea. I know that that now you know I expect people to start having children at twenty eight and twenty nine years old. That's that's nowadays. That's when I expect them to. Yeah, it it to. It was early twenty one years old. It was early to have a baby, but not, but not like shockingly early. It My peers from high school all had baby. You know, they all have like four year olds, so they got started at like thirty two. My generation of. Friends. Oh, I, yeah. People. Yeah. But anyway, that's what I just to me, they just, you know, and if, like I said, if they had explained it somehow, or if I had been watching all these years, you know, we view that I know I do, I view the show differently than a season viewer. Would oh, you absolutely. Think? I had a conversation with somebody on Twitter about that who was unhappy with things that EJ was doing. Mm -hmm. And how, how could he do this? He wasn't like this before. I was blah, 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 da, 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 yada, 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 yo. And I'm like, you know, he's just, he's the evil DA doing evil DA things. What's, what, what's, what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, you know, it's just inconsistent. And I said, oh, well, I, I understand that. I've, well, I've only been watching for this long. So these people are who yeah. they are for me. Yeah. You know, there, we, there is. We don't know. We may know some of their backstory, but we didn't watch them do it. No, no. And even then, I barely know their backstory. I mean, I've yeah. heard of things that Nicole have done has done i know that xander's uh, such a bad guy yes but i haven't really seen it no we haven't i've seen xander look sinister a few times <laughs> yes 
but I haven't seen him really do anything. No, no, no. The, the oh, Xander and Nicole that I know, the Nicole that I know is very upset because her children are gone. That's the, pretty much the only Nicole I've known. The one that, that, you know, might still have a little heart for Eric, but is with EJ oh, and thinks that actually, she had EJ's baby. So, you know. Actually, you can see yeah, she has a lot of heart for Eric. And Eric has a lot of heart for her. Well. Oh, I do not believe that. And I don't want to see it either. I do not believe that Eric and Sloan are going to stay together very long. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. no and I no, don't no, want no. them to because like... Sloan, as an actress, she's fine and dandy because she has convinced me that I don't like Sloan. <laughs> I think, I feel like uh, after this, Sloan is, in, 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 I feel like Days of Our Lives is much more ready to send a character out of town than some other shows that we might talk about. Absolutely. Like, for instance, like, and they, and they, and they just like have like, oh, well, they're in town, but they're not here. Like, for instance, Belle. Right. We're not going to see Belle. We know we're not going to see Belle. No. Not anytime soon, anyway. But somebody <clears throat> might say, well, Belle told me. Yeah. I, would, oh, I just I, had lunch and with they Belle. This week about how she was unavailable, I guess, to be uh, Tate's to lawyer. Be the lawyer. Right. Yeah, to help Tate out, right? Right, but she can't. She's busy. She's she's off in, in Florida doing law work. I don't know. I made that up. Uh, but yeah, since since the show seems a little bit more ready to send somebody out of town, I, I feel like once all of this, the shoe drops with Sloane, she's going to be packing a bag and leaving. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yes. Oh, and with that would, of course, be the end of a Sloane and Eric relationship. Yes, uh, I think. And of course, to prove that, that the baby is... I'm sorry, and, and to prove that the baby is the baby, they'll have to run yet another DNA test on it. I know. In which they'll find that and, Nicole and, and Eric and are Melinda, the And Melinda had to talk her down, too. She was like, oh, man, I'm ready to chop this baby back off. I'm, where's the closest fire station? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Melinda's like, I'm tired of do this. That. Everything I have rides on you keeping this baby. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do Don't it. Do uh, Jacaria says the actor who plays Tate is doing an amazing job. It's true. It's true. Uh, Austin was last seen on Beyond Salem, he says. That's one of Kate's kids, Austin. Uh, and then Jeannie says that on Passions, Galen, which we know is Rafe Hernandez, uh, is only 10 years younger than Ava, who played his mom, Pilar, on Passions. And we all, we all know TJ and Jordan are the same age, you know, yes. on GH. <laughs> Especially, I don't know, I don't know, uh, I don't know the age of um, the, the person that's playing her now. Tanisha Harper. Yeah. Tanisha, right? Yeah, Tanisha Harper. Yeah. So, but I know the previous actor that played Jordan, I mean, she and TJ were really very close together in age. Uh, Tanisha Harper is 38 years old. Okay, so she's a little older than the... The person that played her last. I would never have guessed 38. In a million years would I have ever guessed oh. 38. Taj no. Bello is 28, so they're exactly 10 years. Yeah, see? I wouldn't have guessed 28 for Taj Bello either. But then he's also so bulky that I, that, that lends more age than he actually has. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have thought, I would have guessed, I would have guessed a Taj Bello at between like, in his early 30s, maybe yeah. like 32, 33, 34, somewhere in there. Yeah, that's what I thought too. If I, I thought would more guess like a 32. It. Yeah, if I were guessing. Yeah, but whatever. He's not on this show. He's on that other And I show. would guess the same thing for Tanisha, really. Well, you'd be right. 
Well, she's in her late 30s, though, right? Yeah, 38. Yeah, yeah, closer to right, at least. Uh, when the truth come out, comes out, it's going to be a mess when it comes to that baby. Of course, it's going to be a mess. And I of can't course, wait. it's going to be a mess. It's, it's going to be, be a hot, glorious mess. It's going to be a hot and delicious, gooey mess. Yes, and Teresa and Alex are, 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 no matter how much they like each other and how much good chemistry they might have and, and how much he wants to put his arm around her and give her a little shoulder squeeze while she's dealing with stuff for the uh -huh. entire scene, Spencer Cassidyne, my God, just continuing to squeeze that shoulder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, no matter how long all that's going on, it's also going to be a delicious mess when the uh, when the when the letter comes out, especially since he's being so vile to Justin now. Mm -hmm. Just yes. like I've always wanted to disrespect my father, so I am. And he then, was Alex was crappy to him. Alex wasn't was he? really crappy. And then you also they they give us a great insight into Justin with one little line where he says, "I'm not going to stand here and be berated by my son," and then leaves, which goes to show that Justin isn't hasn't been able to let go of the. The fatherly feelings. You sure, know. of course. You're not my cousin. You're my kid. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And Alex still calls him dad every once in a while. Yeah, you know, kind of slips out. But you know, and I don't think that I, I mean I don't know, but I have a feeling Alex didn't talk to him real great when he really thought he was his dad either. I really have no idea. Chat, you're gonna have to be listening on that. I would just guess. I don't. Yes. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's treating Justin like just hot garbage. Mm -hmm. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. Uh, but also at the same time, Justin's not bringing it, okay? Any lawyer worth a medal would have been able to uh, been able to help Tate with that, okay? These are insurmountable odds. What, do you have the most evil judge on the planet as well? No, you got EJ in everybody's ear and pocket. Yes, of course. That's Yes, well, that's what happened. Is is they they said, well, there was one verdict, and then EJ went to go talk to the judge, and then the judge changed the verdict. Now I don't know how you know what the legal standing is for that, and I don't really care because mm -hmm. it's about EJ being evil, not about the reality of the law practice. Um, you know, so I'm with it. I'm fine. Um, Alex and Teresa headed for disaster. There's been some pictures coming up. There's a picture came up of Robert Scott Wilson who plays Alex uh, mm -hmm. in, a, in a little tux. And mm -hmm. the flower that he had on his lapel really suggested wedding. Oh. And so we're wondering, who might be getting married soon? And is it Alex? As long as, oh my gosh, it could be Alex and Teresa. Or, but it better not be Maggie and Constantine. <laughs> better not be. No, I think Maggie's got Constantine's number, right? Plus, Steve Johnson is going to make sure that Constantine Constantine leaves town, or he's going to kill him. I don't know about all that. Now, while Steve Johnson may be a little more dangerous than we're all giving him credit. Now, while Steve Johnson didn't say I'm going to kill you, he did say I'm going to make sure that he leaves town permanently. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> which to me means that he's going to try to kill him. Uh, but no, no. So Constantine clearly sees the blue of John Black's eye. Yes. And remembers it from way back when. Way back when. He knows could exactly who John Black How used to be. be. How could it be? How could it be? <laughs> there is no way he died in that fire. <laughs> the fire that I said with my own hands. <laughs> And you know what's funny, too? That actor that plays Constantine, I have seen him. He has done so much episodal work. Yeah. I have seen him pop up on so many stupid things now. 
And I've only not not something I'm like really watching because I don't watch that much TV, mm-hmm. you guys. Um, but I've seen a scene or two or still him, you know, I've seen him speaking and and that, that actor sounds so weird, not sounding like Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure what the weird thing I'm hearing is Constantine, not the other roles. <laughs> Could this be the son of my old rival, Timothy? Alive <laughs> here in Salem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, didn't Teresa call Justin's Alex's dad too? Probably, probably. You know, it's transition. You know, people are getting used to the new dynamic. Jacarius uh, mm-hmm. doesn't cr- trust Constantine, and neither should you. I don't think that they've given you oh really any gosh. any reason to trust Constantine. If there's somebody out there that you know that's willing to break their own ankle, uh, they're Froot Loops. <laughs> don't trust them. They are. They are don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have John went around the bend. <laughs> Jeannie says Dracula fat. <laughs> I wasn't going for Transylvanian. I was going for Greek, but hey, you know. Ooh, ooh, I'm oh. going to come and get you. If there's one place to do this on, on soap operas, it's going to be here on Days of Our Lives. There you go. If there's going to be a Dracula, it's going to be because we are here <laughs> in Salem drinking blood. <laughs> uh, Sandra says that the current iteration of Steve Johnson is off. Something's not quite right. And I don't know what you mean because, like we said before, we've known these characters for this long. Mm-hmm. Steve Johnson seems pretty Steve to me. Yep. What do you think, Sandra? Let me know. Give me some evidence. I just can't even look at him without thinking. <laughs> I mean, how's, it doing? How, how's it going, baby? How you doing, baby? <laughs> how's it going? How you doing? <laughs> How's it going, baby? Uh, hey, uh, it's so I'm funny. Such a smooth ladies' man. I might need a little bit of a haircut, but I'm a smooth ladies' man. That was so fun. <laughs> All right, Ma, what's the last topic here? What's what's the last thing that we need to talk about? Hmm. We we covered we covered pretty much the big stories here, so we just need to pick something crazy random and small to just tear apart. To just to just get into the nitty-gritty details. And uh what well, shall what it, it be? Well, what it is. Well, you know what I, I kind of expected to happen? Yeah, what's up? I thought when I thought when they were in Holly's room and Eric was doing the Lord's Prayer. Yes. I thought Holly was gonna wake up. Oh yeah, no, she's 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 stuck in that coma, isn't she? I thought she was gonna flitter her eyes, move her hand or something. I did. No. no. I did. But what do you think, you know, Eric there helping helping that couple pray their way through holding hands with EJ and Nicole? That weird throuble. Eric when 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 these kind of dire situations happen, Eric turns back into Father Eric. He does. Doesn't he? Does. He? he does. He's like, I still have a relationship with the Lord. Yeah. It's oh, like it's the opposite <laughs> of the Undertaker. <laughs> you know, That's Eric, you know. Terrible. For me to say. I don't, you know, Zoom must have thought that it wasn't worth broadcasting because truthfully, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I said, but I got a problem. I still like the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why he's not a priest and he's a bar owner. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, it's the opposite of The Undertaker, Wrestler of The Undertaker, because because um, Eric, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll pray and he'll find the Lord when, when things, are, things are especially bad. But when The Undertaker was a biker, 
and he wasn't the mm-hmm. dead guy anymore. He he said yeah. he said on the microphone, "I'm still down with the devil, and I can go there if I need to." <laughs> oh, right? Brother. So yeah, you know, I mean, well, and you know, Eric, Eric is not like that other religious dude on the other show. <laughs> no, and Jeannie Every says time. the same thing too. Like great timing. <laughs> No, no, no. One, one, one is praying, and the other one is getting his butt kicked. There's, there's yeah, definitely is, a difference. And maybe one is an opportunistic and a phony, and and Eric's not. How could you say such things about Griffin? <laughs> Griffin. <Man. laughs> People want to see him back over on that other show. They want to see everybody back on that other show, though. Name a character, and there's hundreds of people that are like, I'd love to see them. They're wrong. Oh, there's a a group of people for everybody. Yeah, yeah. There's a group of people for everybody in Days of Our Lives, too. There's lots of people that love EJ. EJ's a very popular character, as I found out. Very popular, and I'm I'm happy to see that. Of course, you know, everybody loves Carson Boatman. Everybody just wants to hold his hand and go on a date with Carson Boatman. To me, the one I find the most attractive... And got that something? He's Brady. Yeah. Eric Marstolf. He, he, he's got like that really cool 90s look to him for some reason for me. Like there's something about just everything about him that's just like. And when I went cool to. Cool from the 90s. And when I, when I, we, we got the opportunity to go see those guys in the four players. Yeah. He, he's he's beefy, you guys. He had a leather vest on, vest, sitting on that box, tattoo playing, on his arm. Yeah, and playing, playing the that box drum. Yeah, playing that box drum. He, he had was, the most simple of all of the instruments. You, you, huh? you, there was there was guitars. Okay, there was yes. guitars. There was there were there was uh, what what did Brandon Barash play? I don't remember. Harmonica. Harmonica. Yep. And he sang, and mm-hmm. then just Eric Marstall the whole time just sitting on a box. Looking yeah, like talks, somebody who's yeah. been in college for too long. <laughs> but he sure looked good doing it. <laughs> oh, speaking of being in college for too long. <laughs> yeah. That's our cue to go. Okay, we've been in college too long. I don't know what happened to Angela. She must not <laughs> have been able to get her car started. I know. If we don't get out of this lecture hall, they're going to call the cops. On they us are. I'm sure the silent alarm was triggered a long time ago. The cops are just busy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Kristen won the poll. Kristen, Kristen, the audience thinks that Kristen, 57% of the audience that participated in today's poll, thinks that Kristen is better for Brady than Teresa. Oh, Teresa, I... you can trust me. I guess that's going to have to be my Constantine. And by short amount of viewing, I agree. I agree, too. Um, apparently since Brady and, and Teresa used to be drug addicts, I'm going to assume that they were, they were doing smack together and it's probably best that they don't spend much time alone. It sounds to me like they were, they, they did a little bit of illicit drug use together. That was their thing. It seemed to probably be their thing. getting loaded and, and falling in the sack was their thing. Ooh, was that the case? <laughs> Let that be the final answer. Our final question here on Days for Dummies. We dummies, ma and me, we're dumb. When it comes to Days of Our Lives, we're totally dumb. We don't know nothing. We're just we're just innocent little children when it comes to the days of our lives, and we need you to answer our whys. Why? 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 So, tell us, did Brady and Kristen, or Brady and uh, Teresa, do a bunch of drugs, fall into bed with each other, and wind up with Tate? Is Tate a drug baby? Is that why EJ thinks he's done this? 
answer me now. Don't wait. Maybe, maybe they were that, major addicts. Maybe that was the onset of them getting clean was the Tate. Tate. They're like, oh, we have to clean up for Tate. Uh, Sandra says that they were major addicts. Major is a big word. Not just addicts, major addicts. Like, I woke up and I put a needle in my arm, is what I imagine. Yeah, like real dope feet. I mean, they were talking about it like it was a really big problem. That, like, hanging out in front of the seasonal in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not like on that other show when Curtis um, uh, makes a reference to his, his illicit time. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like, I used to be on drugs, and now I'm not. Look how great I am. You know? But this yeah. was like... This was big. But Matt, before we get out of this, before we get out of here, Fletcher Hall, we do have something. We do have an announcement. We have an announcement that we're going to make an announcement next week. Oh. Okay. We're going to announce that we have an announcement. (laughs) Our announcement this week is that we have an announcement next week. Okay. And I'll give you a little clue. All right. There's going to be a 30-minute countdown. And we only bring the 30-minute countdown for one reason. I bet you guys know what it is already. (laughs) So, you know. Anyway, not just drugs, multiple addictions. So I'm going to just fill in the blanks here. We're talking LSD. We're talking heroin. We're talking cocaine. And that's just drugs. We're talking talking beer and wine. Wine coolers. (laughs) uh, White Claws. I couldn't put down the white claws. Okay. Uh, Mike's hard and, lemonade. And Boom Farm, Strawberry Hill, and Bartles and James wine coolers. That's a problem too. They, they couldn't put those down. Um, they, they, were, they were addicted to um, eating um, the rind of watermelon. It's just something that they couldn't stop themselves from doing. There was a compulsion that forced <laughs> them to constantly eat this very rough vegetation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Just just addictions galore. You know, like Sally Jesse Raphael style addictions. <laughs> you know. Oh I'm addicted to eating my couch cushions. I'm addicted to sniffing gasoline. There is actually that stuff out there. I know, the Sally Jesse addictions. <laughs> Next on Donahue. <laughs> How am I going to get over my addiction to eating the couch cushion? I just put a little styrofoam in my coffee and the heat of the coffee breaks it down into its chemical components. And that's the taste that I'm after. I don't care that it's given me cancer. I'm addicted. Put me on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeannie is guessing it's either a guest or an event. We don't have events here. I guess we have one. Anyway, I'm clicking the button now. Goodbye, everybody. We're, we're climbing Bye, through the hole that we made in the wall. We're getting out of here. Uh, like and subscribe. You know, like the video, subscribe <laughs> to the channel. Come back at 11 a.m. So in about 40 minutes, come on back for 10th floor. We're going to talk about General Hospital. And of course, it was a big week. Was. So join us for that. All right. And we'll see you next week as well. I've been Matt. I've been Kat. And we'll see you, well, in a little bit. And then also next week. Get out of here. The cops are coming, like we said. Oh, goodness.